Sometimes I just want to be left the fuck alone. Oh my days, I feel this in my chest. Right, so... I, for the most part, I'm the laugh of the party. I am the strong friend. I'm everyone's agonies on. I'm that person that if you're feeling down, you're probably going to want to call or be around. I accept my place in people's lives, okay? There's something about my spirit. Super nurturing. It's giving soul food. It's giving comfort. It's giving, you know, you can be vulnerable. It's giving judgment-free zone. All of these things that I'm slowly, like, over the course of time, starting to understand about myself and see how people receive and feel around me. I accept, like, these are my strengths, cool, fan-fucking-tastic, however, (laughs) how motherfucking ever, and it's, I've got this weird chest thing going on, and it's important for me to state that I absolutely love this about myself, everybody knows that I'm like, you know, even though I give off um, immediate strong vibes, protector vibes to like my friends and family. Everyone knows that I'm very possessive. I'm very caring. I like to make sure people are like always comfortable around me. Um, which boils down to even like being on a night out or being out. For, like I always want to just accommodate people. Um, and it's interesting actually because in describing this part of me, I can also see how the negatives have started to surface in my later years I'm starting to realize that you know having this quality about myself also means that I sometimes find myself being a bit of a um, people pleaser because you want to also always make sure that people are good to get and sometimes you find yourself compromising your own expression your own thoughts your own feelings quote-unquote your own happiness just to make sure that everyone else feels like you know they're being catered to but we won't go on and talk about that just yet because the highlight of this conversation, the focal point, is that people sometimes don't realise how much they are draining you. And I've spoken about this loosely before, um, where people don't really see that they are energy vampires. And I think we all, to some degree, are energy vampires. Sometimes we find ourselves like overindulging or like enjoying more like certain people's company more than others because there is something about that given interaction that you know makes you feel relaxed in a, in a capacity like in a, in, a, in a certain capacity like um whether it's at work whether it's creatively whether it's a family member whether it's a friend whether it's a lover um when you are having these interpersonal relationships and interactions you're exchanging like frequencies um and, you know, some people, you'll be around them and, you know, you leave them, you leave, you leave them, yeah, you leave, what was I going to try to say? <laughs> you leave them feeling, you know, supercharged, motivated. Some people, you leave them and you feel like, oh, like a load has been lifted off of my shoulders. Sometimes you leave people and it's like, okay, cool, I just need to get my thoughts back together. I need to recharge because something has been taken from you. Um... I don't think it's either a good or bad thing, but I definitely think it's something that we need to be very mindful of and um, actively seek to reflect upon so that we always kind of know where we are mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and, you know, how to recharge and refuel and so forth. Um, You know, because sometimes when you aren't having this awareness of self, you find that it takes you longer to, to, to understand or identify with the fact that you're depleted. Um, and then by then, you probably can look back and seen, seen a domino um, effect of experiences or outcomes that you could have 
potentially prevented if you were aware of what was happening. Um, <clears throat> but all of these things require a lot of reflection. Anyways, without me waffling about the science behind it all, <laughs> I hate that when I have my moments where I need downtime and I become very recluse and I just need solitude, people are still trying to suck the light out the life out of, out of me. And I guess it's it sounds a bit mean because you know life is forever moving like we're forever on the go and just because you decided to stop halfway through the race and have a drink of water doesn't mean that there aren't still people running their race their marathon whatever however they deem their race to be that people are still running around you and I think people are too busy running their own race quite literally that they don't realize that they're getting in the way of you trying to be still like imagine being at the center of um even like a street or um, just like a, a big field and everybody's running in one direction and you decide to stop quite physically. There'll be people running into you. There'll, there might be people, you know, for the, for the first couple of seconds as you try to slow down, you might find yourself not desiring to move, but the crowd, in essence, is making you move forward. And then you find that moment of stillness when you're just trying to catch your breath, have a drink of water, and it just feels like there's just so much still happening around you. And I get overwhelmed and I've realised that in me being this kind of quote-unquote um, people pleaser, I find that I try to overextend myself. So I might start feeling that, okay, I've, I've been out two weekends in a row, um, you know, Monday to Friday for the most part, I'm forever trying to, like, make sense of life, getting on with, you know, my priorities and my responsibilities, whether it's emails, whether it's creating my timetables, my schedule, all of the, all of the stuff that you tend to do, whatever it is that you do as an adult. And then you realise that, oh my gosh, like my energy, I don't know, I feel quite cranky, I feel quite moody, I just want to be left alone. And for me personally, it takes me like a good week to realise that, you know, what my body's actually telling me that I just need a minute. I just need to run myself a bath or just need to spend the day by myself where I, I, I spend the day sleeping, eating ice cream, meditating, going for a walk. I just, I start to feel this urge a week prior before my body starts to force me into like, yo, like we need to slow it down kind of thing. And what I find is that the people in my immediate environment hate when I'm not being the life of the party. They hate when they don't have access to me. They hate when they can't call me, random me for the day to vent about having missed the bus or about that colleague that was frustrating them or asking me for a certain piece of advice, asking me to come and spend time with them, asking me to go and, I don't know, keep them company when they're making their dinner or stay on the phone to them whilst they talk about everything and nothing. They hate that. And for me, I start to get resentful because... Whilst I'm pro processing the fact that I need downtime, obviously it's happening to me at the time. My brain is trying to make sense of my emotions and my physical body. Like, literally, you can feel the, the, the shoulders starting to drop, like, your posture. Me, personally, I'm starting to really, really look at myself and um, understand how I think and feel, whether it's at the beginning of the week, midweek, towards the end of the week, so I can really have a good scope of who I am, and when, you know, when I can um, give myself the most to do, when I'm most productive, when it's all coming down, and I just need a minute, what I can do in those times to still make myself feel, um, like, to be able to still practice gratitude, and 
be a breath of fresh air, even though I might feel relatively like recluse or overwhelmed. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, I start to feel resentment for the people around me because I feel like, yo, I just spent a good three weeks of my month, you know, being extroverted, being outside. And I, when I say outside, I don't immediately mean like partying, but it's just being open to socialising, engaging and giving people your energy, like, or facilitating, creating, facilitating space to have, um, energy transfers, basically, because for the most part, whether you actively choose to exchange energy or not, you'll find yourself in positions, whether you're interacting with the postman, you've quickly gone to the shops to buy, you're, you're still, even if you're closed off, you're still, receptible to energies and a slight exchange you'll see something it'll make you feel so these are all like quote-unquote vibrations and frequencies either leaving your body or um you know going in and then there'll be that one week or those three days or that one day in the month where you just feel like oh please like I just need a minute and that will be the day when you realize how much people ask of you even if it's not materially giving, it's like you're asking a lot of, you're asking for, you're asking for a lot, bro. You're, it's a lot of energy you're asking for. I don't have the energy to be on the phone to listen to you, Ben. It could be something like, you know, relative that requires empathy or compassion, but I just don't have the energy. Like today, I cannot listen to you talk about your childhood traumas. Today, I am not in the mood to talk about our favourite show. Today, I'm not in the mood for you to randomly come to my house and, you know, force me to go out with you to quickly grab a burger. Today, I'm just not in the mood. And I feel like we don't give give each other enough time to be introverted. And I don't understand why... (coughs) Um introversion is often like associated with misery i feel like we we live in a constant and there's almost like a collective um what would you call it a collective norm of being extroverted and obviously it's normal like like i said we live in a constant state of autopilot forever on the go doing things whether you're working, raising children, exercising, you're forever moving around, your emotions or you know, it's your emotions are essentially um energy in motion. So you're you're forever transmuting that energy. Your thoughts are forever like I think you think between eight hundred and nine hundred thoughts per minute, your brain is forever ticking there are going to be moments where you just need to be introverted. You need to physically make yourself still. And this can sometimes happen by way of being sick. This can sometimes <coughs> um, happen by way of you just feeling moody. For some reason, just not in the mood to talk. Or like nothing is wrong, but you just feel like I just want to sit down and do nothing. Or I just want to be by myself. We get these urges. And I think sometimes we immediately associate them with things that are like quote-unquote negative misery depression um bad health and I do see and understand that sometimes like I said these things are shaped in those forms but I think more than anything it just it really is as a it comes I don't know what I'm trying to say I think at the root of these um presentation presentations of introversion is either your mind, your body or your soul telling you that you need to be still. You need to be placed in one place 
without overthinking, overworking, overextending yourself, where you're able to let your thoughts filter and for you to reconnect all those three parts of yourself, your mind, body and soul. So you're almost being forced into a state of reflection, a state of calm, like... (sighs) And even in me having this moment of like... um, is it hindsight or foresight? It could be both, really and truly. I just feel so overwhelmed. Like, leave me alone. Leave me. Especially in this day and age of technology, your phone is forever ringing. And people always laugh at me because I put my phone on do not disturb from 10pm. Unless you're my favourites. Unless you call me. I might be giving someone a hack here. When someone's phone's on do not disturb, they can have the option where if you call them in a the space of a minute, back to back, it basically rings. And I feel like I've watched my phone ring this whole day and then you'll answer the one phone call and then you realise that bro you just called me to fucking talk shit bro like <laughs> sorry this um chesty thing that's happening even and even this chesty thing I went out I think on a bloody school night I went out last Wednesday and my cab well I know how I got the flu but I'm just thinking the time of it the timing of it all is so um what's the word I'm looking for it's ironic that I've been emotionally feeling drained. And then as a result of me feeling emotionally drained, I find myself overthinking about things, about how productive I've been, about, you know, how I'm spending my time. And then my body complements this whole experience by me catching this kind of weird chesty cough thing, which is forcing me to not want to be outside. Not, I don't want to speak. And it's, it's really just everything coming into one telling me, Naomi, take a minute to breathe but then when I do accept that yeah do you know what let me just drink my teas binge watch some shows you know don't force myself to you know keep up with housework and my creative work and my actual work and then people are just calling my fucking phone oh Naomi can you come and do this oh no messaging me oh I messaged you yesterday have a bro give me a fucking break bro (laughs) forgive your fucking break oh and it's so mad because you end up feeling guilty feeling like you owe it to everyone to like respond well everyone knows how i am with time in it and i saw some funny video and my friends sent me these well first of all i find it funny 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 i mix friend and funny in one word i find it funny when people send me um like quotes and memes and videos relating to me being the late friend I think someone recently... Well, I need to work on my timing. It's not actually funny that I'm always late. But someone sent me a video saying, um, if someone had a gun to your head to call somebody... No, if you were... To, no, if, if somebody said they'd give you a million pounds or dollars to call somebody who you know won't answer, who would you call? And then they said me. <laughs> and then um, there's another video that my friend sent me. I think it was Steve Harvey. And it spoke about... Um, there's some sort of research that suggests that people who are late live longer because people who are late aren't stressed. They know that when they turn up somewhere, even if they are late, at most they will just have to apologise and it's like, well, I'm here kind of vibes. And even though I've never taken time to look at it that way, that's literally always been my mentality. And my friends sometimes hate me for it. I do know that I have an issue with time in terms of being on time it's definitely something I need to work on particularly when it comes to like meetings and work and so forth 
Um, obviously, where I need to, I will make sure that I'm on time. But I think one of my mentors once told me, if you're on time, you're already late. It's always obviously best to be like 20 minutes to 10 minutes um, ahead of time. I'm the type of person that's either on time or two to three minutes late and I just need to work on the timing. However, I have found that when it comes to like one-to-one meetings or meeting with a friend and it's just the two of us meeting, I tend to be more on time because I just think it's a violation to be extremely late, especially where I hate waiting for people. Um, but when it's like a night out or a group outing or like a social event, I do not feel the need to be rushing to be, I will be there when I am there. If you guys want to be early, listen, I will book my cab, I'll meet you guys late. I'm the queen of telling my friends, guys, just leave. I'll meet you guys there whenever I arrive. And I find that I'm never really late. Like, the party don't stop. I mean, the party don't start until I get there. Like, what did I miss out on? Like, is there really such a thing as missing out? Because I, I see it as, um, I don't know how I got this, this conversation about time, but I see it as, like I literally just said, the party doesn't start until I get there. You know, I'll experience what I'm supposed to experience when I get there to experience it. And I'm motherfucking here. Like, what the fuck am I rushing for? The book? The book? I mean, if I wanted to be here early for a specific reason, I would have been here early. Like, I'm here early. And it's like, let me be present, like, take my time. And me, personally, when it comes to, like, getting ready, the getting ready part is the highlight of my night for the most part. Like, that's the time where I can, you know, get into my vibe, pour myself a glass of wine if I'm drinking, um, or if, if I have the time. Take my time to plan my outfit, you know, put out a couple of options. I'm the type of person who has to clean her room, before she starts ready so that she can put out the clothes that she wants to wear, the jewellery, the makeup, the motherfucking perfume, the shoes, lay it all out. Um, do I need to do a facial? What's my, my skin saying? Okay, do I need to do a facial? Do I need to motherfucking make a tea? Do I need to finish drinking my two litres of water before I go out? Like, I just... It, it, it could literally take me a good three hours to get ready, like, if I have the space and time. And I will be taking my time to do so, like, do my hair take a shower don't want to take a bath like don't want to light a candle don't want to play some music it's really just getting into the vibe of things this is my moment this is the one time i get to experience today and i want to make sure i maximize it and i do things in a way that doesn't feel rushed or like i just i, I, I don't know that you know that feeling you know that feeling when you're rushing you just feel like you're, you're tired for time i hate that feeling i like feeling relaxed like taking my time to do my shit um so um, um i guess maybe the reason why I've brought up the concept of or what it looks like for me to get ready is I try and maximise that experience where I can day to day, but where I can't and I find myself forever on the go, I can always foresee and feel when I need time to just relax, be still, regroup, feel grounded, closer to the closer to motherfucking earth, closer to God, closer to the universe, like hold on. And another thing that I've realised, we are like sponges. Whether you know this about yourself or not, some more than others, we are like sponges. Which means that sometimes you don't realise how much of everyone else's baggage you are consuming. And that can also weigh. So you need to sometimes just isolate yourself a little piece, yeah? Rinse off the blood clot vibes of everybody else. <laughs> Figure out how you feel upon self. 
I don't know where this Jamaican accent is coming from. Figure out how you feel about yourself. Figure out how you want to realign the energy that you want to put out into the world. What it is that you want to exude, you know? Because it is a bit of a mental um, exercise to kind of re-center and reboot your thoughts and get back into the game. And then you can start running again. Like, I just have to have a moment and just let that be known. And I hate when people, oh my gosh, Naomi, you've changed. You used to be so fun. It's like, listen, I just haven't been lit for two days. Give me a motherfucking minute. Like, hold on. You asking for too much. And it's like, sometimes I've, I've realised recently as well, you're looking, you're, you'll look at these situations and you realise that, okay, you're not feeling good about yourself and your life. And you right now you need somebody to compliment or be the source of your litness or your good vibes. And I can't be that for you right now. And that's why I told you to not try and force me to go outside. You're like, oh, I'm going to just come out. I feel like you just need a night out. And then now we're both in a fucking shit night because I'm the life of the party. Now that I'm not being motherfucking fun, you feel like I'm not being fun. No, you're worried about me not being... And then now we're just both being fucking moody Margaret's at a motherfucking party when I should have just stayed at home like I wanted to. And a lot of people can't relate to that last part of me venting because you just can't relate to being the life of the party a lot of you know people were screaming like, oh yeah the party's here the party can be here but if the life of the party is not life in the party is dead the party is done out so, so sometimes you just need to let people like ugh, nah, they won't get it they won't get it anyways let me be going let me go back to bed because oh child it's a lot it's not the world asks for a lot every day your energy is like it's really like currency it's like living in london every time that you go out a hundred pounds has left your account every time you go out the energy you could have gone out energy wise fully charged by the time you enter back your yard you're lucky if your phone is not off as in your energy is not off you'll be lucky if you you know how your phone can go from green for those who have a battery save mode it can go to yellow then it goes to red like you gotta always be prepared have your portable charger on you because child ah it's a lot anyways but anyways 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 enough of that before i go need i remind you that you can still use the pretty girl problems discount code when shopping on the anna louisa website i'm telling y'all you need to go on their website actually they still have the launch chance um sale going on and they they recently added some new bits to the section and i believe you can get up to like 70 percent off their pieces so you can go ahead shop in that category and uh add the discount code at the end of your shopping i guess experience add it to your basket hold on yeah there's literally a section here where you can add a discount code and so you'll get 70 percent off and another 10 percent off I'm telling you, you ain't gonna regret it. I actually saw some new pieces that they've added and I I literally think this is the best place to shop if you're trying to build your wardrobe in terms of jewellery-wise. Um, you can definitely put together a few statement pieces um, and also do it like me and start off with your, your day pieces, like your daily pieces. I keep my earrings in, I keep my necklace in. Their bracelet that they sent me. What is that bracelet called actually? Because I've had quite a few people ask me where did you get your bracelet from? Where did you get your necklace from? And it's like, I know Louisa, but I don't actually know the name of it. 
Oh, I can't find it. My phone has been super slow. I think on the next episode, I'll be able to share and I will be doing a post showing off my goods because a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, you speak so highly of Anna Louisa, but we, actually, we ain't actually seen, we ain't seen a thing. And it's like, you're not paying attention. When I'm posting my snappy snaps on my Instagram videos, on my Tiki Tacks, you know, the necklace that's on my, on my neck is from Anna Louisa. So are the earrings. But yeah, um, that's that. I literally woke up randomly at 3 a.m., um and decided that i wanted to start cleaning <laughs> then i thought to myself i looked at my phone and i just saw a, like a, too many messages i keep my notifications off on all social media whatsapp instagram tiktok twitter did i say snapchat everything that's social media related is off the only notifications i receive are phone calls and text messages but then i felt overwhelmed already by by way of seeing that like, missed calls and then i've gone to my whatsapp and i'm just seeing and people always wonder why it takes me so long to reply to messages, but I don't know why I overthink replying so much because I know that it's, it requires energy. Like, I don't like giving people half-hearted energy, which is why more time, when I do feel a bit moody or cranky or, like, I just know that my, my vibrations aren't high, I remove myself from, like, social settings, even when it comes to, like, responding to messages. But people always take it personally, like, oh, you don't want to come out, like, oh, you're being bad vibes, or anytime I invite you, and it's like, no, the timing of your invitation just fell flat, baby girl. Or, like, I saw your message, but I just didn't have the energy to respond how I'd want to respond, so I didn't want to respond and give you dry vibes, so I just took a bit longer to reply, like... And uh, sometimes I'm just not in the mood to talk, you know? <coughs> I'm just mad. And it's something that I've actively tried to work on because I know my friends get so like, oh, like, you never respond to the group chat or, like, we were all on FaceTime and you, you were not, like, oh, and it's like, mm, uh, it's a big ask. It's a big ask. I have to draw up the energy to engage to the level at which I want to engage in so that I can also enjoy the experience so that it doesn't just feel like people are taking my... And I just don't have that. I just don't have that. I don't have that. Anyways, <laughs> I'm tired of sounding like a bloody grumpy grandma. Bye. <laughs>